You're listening to the Free and True Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Free and True Podcast, episode three. Can I get a woo woo? Woo! Cannot believe we're already here. Well, we are so excited you're here, tuning in from where you are, driving, exercising, cooking. Exercising. <laughs> what is that? Uh, no. Hey, I exercised <laughs> yesterday. Oh. Yeah. Okay, Kat. Which will t- resolution. Yeah, which will tie into our topic. Perfect. Look at that segue. We have so many things to talk about today. I was going to wish everybody a happy new year, but it's legitimately like end of january now so i can't say happy new year but all throughout january i feel like we set these goals in our minds in the beginning of january like okay i'm gonna get this done i'm gonna be healthier i'm gonna study more i'm gonna be in my bible more i'm gonna pray more i'm gonna be like a better friend or call my parents more you know so many things that we just see for ourselves in the new year and then we don't accomplish them we don't achieve them january 1st maybe the whole first week of january and then we say okay i'll do it the next week and like four weeks goes by and we haven't done anything and then you're already in february and we're like well i guess i'm not (laughs) i'm not doing this anymore i don't know how many people can relate (laughs) but i know for sure like some aspects of that i feel like we can all relate to um but We're going to take things a little bit, you know, deeper than that. Take a look back at like why we do or don't do certain things, why we don't take steps of faith. And we're going to tie in the reading from last week a little bit too. So it's going to be a good episode. Yeah. Every, everything you said was like, so on point and relevant to me at least, because me personally, that was me. Like, I created a vision board. I don't remember what week of January it was, but it was towards the beginning of January. It feels like January has lasted forever. But <laughs> it's like this never-ending month. But, uh, yeah, at the beginning of January, I made a vision board with my girls from small group. Shout out to them. So, yeah, I made a vision board with them at the beginning of the year. And honestly, like, it was cute. It was aesthetically pleasing. I was very proud of myself, but I don't remember half of what was on there, like, at this point. (laughs) I do remember my word of the year was growth. I'll be honest, I don't remember what my verse of the year was. (laughs) Okay. Um, And I know, like, one of the things I had on there was to be healthier and, like, to, to lose the weight that I gained during quarantine. You know, good old quarantine pounds but Mm -hmm. it's like it's like the quarantine 15 instead of the freshman 15 which i all (laughs) which i also got too so you know (laughs) working out was on was definitely on my vision board which is why i was like oh yeah i finally worked out yesterday it it relates to what we're talking about but yeah so like for me and i i know for other people out there people who i've talked to like there's these goals that we want to reach they're they're like goals on your vision board or like long-term goals or whatever kind of goals you have somehow like we just have these barriers that prevent us from reaching these and i know that's so true in my life today the title of our episode is called what's stopping you 
and as Stefan mentioned, like we're just gonna cover a bunch of different things, a bunch of different possibilities of what is stopping you from mm-hmm. achieving your goals, whether they're spiritual goals, career goals, social goals, personal goals, whatever kind of goals they are, or whether it's also just like walking in your purpose mm-hmm. in obedience. Which, you know, ties into Exodus 3 and 4 that we read last week with Moses's like, whole situation. Right. Yeah. We're going to be covering so many topics today because, like, there could be so many different reasons for what is stopping you or what's preventing you from that next step. So what we wanted you to do for, like, a second here... So whatever you're doing, if you're exercising, if you're cooking, <laughs> exercising if you're again. Driving, <laughs> well, actually, not if you're driving, because we're going to ask you to close your eyes and that would be bad. So, but, you know, take a second, close your eyes and just think for a second what you would do right now if you had no limitations in the sense of like limitations set by yourself by other people around you, by standards that were set by society, by culture, if there were no limitations from fear or your past mistakes, if you could just take a step into anything that your heart like dreams about, what would it be? We asked our followers on Instagram to just answer this question of if you could do anything, in all caps, without limitations, what would you do? And I am just going to read a couple of our responses. So one person said that they would travel. Another response we got. Well, there's actually a couple of people who said travel. I think that was a hot topic. Especially now with COVID, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. Someone else took like a more spiritual approach. And they said that they would want to talk about God without being afraid of how they'll be perceived amen Mm, to that yeah Yeah. Uh, someone else said that they wouldn't work and they just like to do like creative things for fun and just like have Mm. a have a nice house with their husband (laughs) and like they would want to just like paint and write i I love it yeah i I told that person i was like oh that's like ali from the notebook I don't know if you've ever seen that. I think we watched it together. but Once. Yeah, long yeah, time ago. Yeah. So I'm like, that's literally yeah. that lifestyle, which is amazing. And I, I hey. think that'd be great. No limitations, right? Yeah. I feel like if I if I could do anything without limits, I, I would also jump on that travel bandwagon. Uh, but mm-hmm. be more. I'm gonna be more specific. I would love to travel, but also teach abroad. It's something I want to do, like, but just not yet. Wow, nice. What about you? If you could do anything, <laughs> what would you do? Oh boy. Well, you know, I also would like to teach abroad one day. Well, you know, I want to go into the education realm one day yes um, join us <laughs> <laughs> everybody i know is a teacher is crazy but yeah one day one day but i think also kind of taking it to like a deeper level i would love to be able to just speak without like caring about how i'm being perceived it's really funny that we do a podcast because it's literally me talking to an audience but you know just in like everyday life, I would love to be able to speak my mind, like in meetings, in boardrooms, and speak 
have an opinion and just run with it and be confident in what I what I believe in in like my research, my facts, you know, not like an overbearing confidence, but just enough to be able to speak what I what I, what's on my mind. So, you know, that's been something that I've struggled with for so long, I think. Um, and again, it's really funny we're doing a podcast, but you know, one step at a time, right? <laughs> that is me. So yeah. yeah, that is me. Nice. Well, I feel like you're you're on your way there. I love yeah, yeah, slowly, slowly yeah. but surely. Yeah. But you know, the whole speaking thing, it reminds me of what we were reading last week mm-hmm. with Moses. So Exodus three and four, just to recap for those of you who didn't listen or just like don't know what was going on. So if you didn't listen, go back and listen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, is that the sh- read. <laughs> is that the shameless plug? <laughs> listen to episode two. <laughs> Listen to episode two. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, basically Moses was talking to God, you know, casual like you do. And God was telling him to basically do the impossible or what seemed impossible. He wanted Moses to go and speak to the Pharaoh of Egypt, which if you don't know, it's basically like the highest king, the person in charge of like the whole land. So he was asking Moses to go to the Pharaoh and speak to him about letting the Israelites, the enslaved people at the time, to let them go. And he was, Moses was just listing like fear after fear after fear and excuse after excuse. And God had so much patience, which I feel like we can see in our own lives too, like the mistakes that we've made over and over and over again and just how much love and patience. So we can see God's character so clearly in that. Mm-hmm. Um, Moses was saying things like, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? And God said, you know, I will be with you, which should have been enough right then and there because that's a promise from God. And then Moses said, well, what if they don't believe me or listen to me? And God said, I will literally turn the staff that's in your hand into a snake. And if that doesn't work, I'll make your hand look like a leper's hand, which if you don't know what a leper is, it's basically like a skin condition. So his hand would have looked like it had, you know, a different skin condition. And then it would have turned back to normal just automatically. And then God said, if that doesn't work either, then I'm going to turn some water into blood. (laughs) So he was like, I have three miracles, like doled out, ready to go. If you just just go and talk to him and and talk to the people of Israel and say, this is what God said. But then Moses, he had another excuse, another fear. He said, Lord, and I can kind of relate to this. He said, Lord, I have never been eloquent. And then God reminded Moses right then and there that he made Moses and that he would he created him. He created his mouth and he would teach Moses what to say and help him speak. And just kind of like a little aside right there, I have read over that verse so many times when I felt afraid. I don't know if you guys remember from episode one where we mentioned briefly that Kat and I had hosted a women's conference. And at that women's conference, I did my best to not do a lot of emceeing. But I remember reading this verse and being like, it's okay. Like, whatever the Lord wants to say through me, that it'll be him and it won't be me. And that takes the pressure off of my like inability to speak and inability to say what's on my mind. So, I mean, God reminded him of that. But then Moses basically said again, send someone else. (laughs) (laughs) 
And the Lord got angry, but he had mercy on him and he actually allowed his brother to speak on his behalf in the end. So he still used Moses in the end, which I feel like is also, again, such a comforting example of how God is patient with us and just works in the circumstances. And yeah, that was that was basically a recap of Exodus 3 and 4. That was a wonderful recap. Thank you for that. <laughs> but anyways, still watch episode two. <laughs> mm-hmm. If you did it. It's, it's oh, just, it. Yeah, it. yeah, it's, did I say read it? You said watch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm sorry. It's only Wednesday. It's been a rough week. <laughs> but, um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So I remember, like, you trying to get out of emceeing so much. Like, it, and it wasn't just for the conference. It was, like, anytime, you know, we had events or even just with, mm-hmm. like, small group when we would lead. And I'm like, girl, use the voice that God has given you. Like, <laughs> Because you have so many great things to say, and, like, God is always, like, speaking through you. So be bold. Be free. Be true <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting because that verse... This is, like, a funny side note for our listeners because you don't get to see this when you guys listen to the episode because it's edited. But the part... Where in chapter four, I'll actually read back. It says, I've never been eloquent either in the past or recently or since you've been speaking to your servant because my mouth and my tongue are sluggish. So when he's saying that, it's believed that Moses had a speech impediment. So he quite literally Mm -hmm. could not Mm -hmm. speak. And it was, it's just funny because when I read this on the podcast, like when I was reading it and when we first were recording it, I stuttered. And, like, I actually do have a stutter and, like, a slight, very slight lisp, which makes it hard for me to talk sometimes and, like, I have to take my time. But, yeah, so, like, (laughs) it was just so Mm -hmm. ironic that I was reading this and then I, like, stuttered super hard and, like, I just had to stop reading and I was like, well, speaking of speech impediments, (laughs) and then I started (laughs) again, but, uh. Yeah, I I do struggle with public speaking for the literal reason of, like, I struggle to speak because I've, you know, had a speech impediment. I've tried to work on it, but on a podcast, you can't tell because, trust me, we've edited this (laughs) a lot (laughs) to remove my my stutters. But I can I can relate to Moses on more than just the fact of <laughs> our speech impediments. <laughs> uh, I I feel like I can definitely relate to just the idea or the fact of him giving excuses and like him doubting himself, right? Like he's like, who am I? You know, who am I to do this thing that you are calling me to do? And I feel like so often I question myself. I question God, and I'm like. God, like, who am I that you're telling me to do this? Like, you're, like, I'm nothing. I'm not able to do this. But the reality is that God says that I have called you. Like, I have chosen you to do this specific thing. And I Mm -hmm. find it very hard to remind myself of that. Uh, But it's, it's something that I'm definitely, like, I'm definitely working on because 
something that I have learned, right? So if we're talking about doing things that like God is calling us to do, right? If you know what that thing is and maybe you've been resistant to it, like, like I have been in the past, something that I've learned is that people are influenced by your obedience, so whether it's mm. you're walking in your obedience or your lack of obedience, like people are affected. And that's something that I've, I've learned. And we see this in Exodus chapter four, like towards the end, when Moses and Aaron like finally go and tell the elders like everything that God had sent him to go say, when they finally go do it, the people believe, it literally says verse 31 of Exodus chapter four, it says the people believed. And when they heard that the Lord had paid attention to them, and that he had seen their misery, they knelt low in worship. So one, God provided, right? God provided a voice. They were able to believe God. So they were able to see God and realize that they were seen by God. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. it resulted in them worshiping. So because of Moses's obedience, these people were able to receive freedom. And I feel like that's so true in real life. Like sometimes, and I you know, maybe that might put pressure, but sometimes the things we do or the things we don't do affects the people around us. Whether yeah. it, it is, you know, walking in faith and walking in like whatever it is that God's calling you to do, or whether it's simply just doing one of the goals that you have, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So good. When you were talking, it reminded me of actually. So if you don't know, I am currently located in West Africa. I'm working for a non-governmental organization, a humanitarian organization. And I, it's a Christian, Christian NGO. And I wanted to do ministry, you know, since college. And before the pandemic, I was, you know, looking and searching for so many places, so many things to see, like, you know, what can I do next? I had already worked for a little bit um, just in the private sector or no. Yeah. Private sector. And I wanted to jump into ministry and the pandemic hit and I felt the Lord was telling me, well, like you wanted to do ministry, but look at the ministry around you right now. I need you to be obedient, but take a step out in faith and do what I've called you to do right here, right now, even though you are itching to go somewhere overseas to a place you have never gone to you need to be obedient to this season right now and just take that step and that's that's what i did so kat and i continued our life group i continued to work within our church trying to just dig deep into whatever lessons god was trying to teach me in that season and it took obedience it took not knowing what was ahead i mean i know a lot of us knew what was did not know what was ahead in that season as well. But yeah, I mean, I feel like that step in obedience, we were able to to do so much in our church and our life group. And I look back and I'm like, that was such a blessed season for all of us. Um, I know for me, for sure. But, you know, it would have been so easy <laughs> to be like, well, you know, as borders are opening up, we could, I could do something else or... I could just work from work for a nonprofit in another state, you know, move away from home and still be in quarantine, but, you know, work for an organization. Like I had so many thoughts in my head of how I could still do my plan my way with mm-hmm. my timing, even though God was like, you need to take this step, but you need to do it in my way. 
you know, I mean, it's all about listening to the voice of God, right? Mm -hmm. Listening to the voice of God and knowing that he directs our steps. And if you're worried about that next step, just like surrendering it to him and not being filled with their own desires or our own fears and legitimately just surrendering every single aspect of the next step to him. Yeah, and that's real faith right there. But I kind of just want to get a little unspiritual for a moment. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, God. But <laughs> I know we're talking about like walking in obedience and walking in the steps that the Lord has for us. But like, can we just get real for a moment and like acknowledge that there are things, small goals, big goals, just like in our everyday lives that is important for us to do. But, you know, sometimes we lack motivation to do them. And, like, I'm talking about things like, <laughs> things like exercising, right? Like, it's good for us, <laughs> but we put it off, right? That's been my thing. Like, I, that was one of my goals for my vision board. Just because, like, I, not because of pressure of, like, society or anything, but, I mean, one, like, my clothes are starting to not fit. Your girl ain't got money mm -hmm. to go spending on new clothes. <laughs> but also just the whole thing of me not feeling well. Like, I feel unhealthy. I think that change of, like, me taking care of myself is going to help with that. But, yeah. you know, also there's just the things like doing laundry, right? <laughs> like, I know, <laughs> like, I know for me, there's there's things in my life that I feel like like I put off often I'm a procrastinator at heart hardcore procrastinator professional procrastinator I should say am I allowed to say amen to that <laughs> listen listen we won't get into it we won't get into it not on the podcast does the Lord say not to judge I, I can't All right. <laughs> man I'm being roasted I get, I get roasted by 13-year-olds all day. I don't need it from you, Tiff. <laughs> but anyways, so I am a procrastinator. And I tend to procrastinate even with the simple things in life. Like I was saying, like doing the laundry, right? For me, I hate doing laundry. Of course, I love having clean clothes. But like I do the laundry, right? It takes me longer than usual to, like, get it done because, like, I put it in, then I forget. I put it in there, and I'm like, oh, shoot. Like, let me go do the get the laundry, put it in the dryer, right? I do all that, and then I'm like, oh, shoot. I have clothes in the, in the dryer. I need to take it out. And then I put it in the laundry basket with, you know, all the clean clothes. But then I don't fold them because I am a, I'm very bad at folding clothes. Everyone in my family makes fun of me for it. But I'm very bad at folding clothes, so I just throw it in there and hope for a miracle. <laughs> As in, I hope that <laughs> I hope that my husband David folds the clothes. <laughs> I hope that the Lord puts that on his heart. But usually it doesn't happen. So, <laughs> so the clothes just stay in the laundry basket for days, right? And because the clothes stay in the laundry basket for days, trust me, I know this is a, a long story, but it's going somewhere, okay? So the clothes are in the, uh, in the laundry basket for days. 
I need clothes, right? So since I need clothes now, I start going in the laundry basket and I start looking through things, which ultimately starts to make a mess because sometimes things fall out of the laundry basket as I'm sifting through for socks, right? And so things start to overflow in the laundry basket. But since my laundry basket is being used for my clean clothes, well, now I need a place to put my dirty clothes. So then I start putting my dirty clothes in a corner of the room or like, anyone out there have that special little chair in your room (laughs) (laughs) that you just you know pile up the clothes there right so my chair my clothes uh my floor clothes are piling up and then chaos starts to happen right and i get stressed because the laundry is piling up on the floor i haven't had time or main time to put the laundry away and then I feel chaotic and I feel like my life is a mess and then it starts to bleed into other areas of the house and I just feel so overwhelmed and I'm like well I can't do this because I still have to do the laundry finish the laundry but then I get distracted doing something else because that is of importance right Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. at least for me sometimes I'm just like there's so much to do I can't do any of it and I just kind of like like give up lay down and I'm like I'm just gonna watch tv here because it's just too much I'm too tired to deal with all of it and I just ignore it and procrastinate but then I still end up stressed I still end up overwhelmed and it starts to bleed into outside of my house so at school now I'm stressed because I'm worried about what I have to do at work but then I'm also worried about what I have going on at home it bleeds into Uh, my areas of life where I'm a leader so with small group it bleeds into there because I'm like oh like like I need to keep up with the girls I need to make sure I'm planning what we're doing but I'm like Mm -hmm. I have now I have so much going on at work I have so much going on at home I'm stressed right and it's just like I have all this going on but it all started at home and if I just took a step into doing something if i just pushed myself sometimes Mm, to just do that one thing it would benefit so many areas of my life it would benefit so many other people in my life because i'd be able to be more present i'd be able to be less stressed and when i'm stressed you know tiff don't roast me again okay but when when i'm stressed it ain't the best version of me okay and you know and it's just like everything just feels so out of order it feels so chaotic and it's just like if i just took that one step i just have to think about like what is stopping me right that's that's the title of our episode what is stopping you in this case i feel very unmotivated sometimes i feel very overwhelmed and i i get to that place very quickly and that's a downfall of mine but something that is so important to keep in mind is that Sometimes we just have to take a step back in order to move forward. Take a step back. Mm -hmm. Think about what is stopping you. In my case, it's motivation. It's a lack of motivation. And I also have a short fuse of me getting overwhelmed. And Mm -hmm. the reality is there are things in the Bible that talk to this, right? Yeah. So if I'm feeling unmotivated, if I'm feeling... If I'm feeling overwhelmed, the Bible talks about that. You know, I'm feeling overwhelmed, anxious. Psalm 94, 19 says, when anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought me joy. So just remembering that God is there for me 
he is with me just like he was there with Moses and I just have to think about my joy and just push myself to do that one thing right Philippians 4 6 7 says do not be anxious about everything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and so you know something that I know I have to for myself remember is that I need to think about what God says what does God say about anxiety and being Mm -hmm. overwhelmed what does God say about laziness? Because that's also part of my lack of motivation. Right. Another part of my lack of motivation is, if I'm just being honest, it's laziness. Like, of course, I'd rather lay on the couch and watch my shows. I'd rather watch This Is Us. I'd rather watch YouTube. I'd rather watch MasterChef <laughs> instead of doing everything else that I need to do. And believe it or not, the Bible does say something about laziness too, which I I didn't know this until recently, but there are a lot of verses about laziness in the Bible. They're mainly in Proverbs, but Proverbs 6 verses 9 through 12. All right, get ready for this. It's just a warning. It's a little harsh, okay? But But it's truth. But it's it's truth. It's truth. It says how, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) this verse makes me laugh. How long will you lie there, you sluggard? (laughs) When will you get up from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come on you like a thief and scarcity like an armed man. (laughs) This verse is so, like, it's it's harsh. It's harsh. Mm -hmm. It's important to read this and just, like, wake up. You know, like, okay, maybe I won't end up in poverty like on the streets but my spirit will be poor right because Mm -hmm. i have this chaos around me i'm not wealthy in joy i'm not wealthy in peace i'm lacking it and i need that in order to live out the life that god is calling me to because Mm -hmm. he doesn't want Mm -hmm. any of us to live in a life of poverty in the sense of our emotions our our mental health yeah you know yeah Oof. that was good first of all thank you for sharing about about your life and i know i could relate to so many things that you said maybe for you guys listening maybe you're sitting there and you're just like okay i can i can relate on some of the things that we've talked about today i just feel like there's kind of a haze moving forward i don't know my next step Maybe you wouldn't call yourself a lazy sluggard. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's a (laughs) And maybe it's not like a specific fear or anxiety. It's just like you don't know. You don't know the next step. And that's okay. And we wanted to talk about that too as well. And like kind of in the middle of a lot of chaos, maybe – you know, in our lives, going in work, family, friends, whatever's going on, there can be a lot of noise and just realizing how important it is to quiet ourselves before God and like really understand the vision that God has for us. Now, side note, um, I am a huge fan of Transformation Church, (laughs) part of TC Nation way out here in West Africa. Um, But Michael Todd, Transformation Church, 
they have been going through a vision series for a while now and shout out to that series if you want to go check it out you should check it out it's really good but basically it's like this overarching theme of if there's no vision for your life you don't know which direction you should be going into you're kind of just wandering around and so again this isn't this isn't about like having fear or, or anxiety even though those things may may come after you know the vision and this isn't really talking about laziness either even though that might come again might come after you get the vision but this is more talking to people who are just like I feel like I'm in a funk and or I'm in a haze and I don't know the next step and you know I really I realize that I want to I want something more I want something more for 2022 that's where it's really important to kind of get back to the basics of realizing that it's just you and God it's really just you and God in this life and understanding that he has the best plans for your life, the ultimate best, and he knows your next steps. And coming to a quiet place within yourself, kind of quieting all the noise down and just asking God, what is the vision that you have for my life? Can I can I look into that vision? What is the next step for me? Maybe you have passions, like I have these passions, I have these things that I'm good at, but how do I use them? How do I become fruitful for your kingdom? Maybe you're asking all these questions I, because I, I know I'm speaking from experience from all these. It's like, I, I know I want to do this and I want to do this, but like, how? Like, what's the next step? And mm-hmm. it really requires quieting our, ourselves down and really being determined to listen and hear from God because trust me, he wants to talk to you. He wants to walk in this journey of life with you. And it's the last thing that he wants for things like fear and anxiety and laziness, us not being accountable to ourselves, lack of vision. It's the last thing that he wants for any of those things to be what's stopping you from taking your next step in faith. As I'm talking, you know, I'm talking about myself as well. Like this is also to me as well, because I have goals for 2022. You know, we don't know the future, but... We want to be able to have a clear vision of at least how do you want me to live out this year? You know, God, how do you want me to be bolder in my faith, even if I don't know my career choice next or where I'm going to be living this year or my financial situation or any of that things, any of those, any of those things, like how do I just become stronger in faith? How do I get closer to you, God? What's the vision? Whatever that vision is, just tell me what it is, Lord, and I want to know. Going off of that, if you're listening and maybe your walk with God is new, or maybe maybe you're not a Christian and you're just you just stumbled upon our podcast and, and you're listening in, first of all, thank you for mm-hmm. staying with us, sticking with us, and listening through. We appreciate you. Uh, but, you know, maybe you're not there yet where you can quiet yourself and sit there and like wait for God to answer like and you might be like well God isn't speaking to me because you Mm -hmm. don't think he's speaking directly to you like you don't hear this like audible voice of God right maybe you don't have a lot of experience with God speaking to you yet you know don't let that discourage you and the reality is it's that sometimes we're not always going to get that audible 
voice of God. Like, I'm not really Mm -hmm. sure how many times I've, like, actually heard God if I've ever actually, like, heard his voice. Like, I, I can't pinpoint a time where that has actually happened. But at least for me, like, the way that God speaks to me mainly is through, like, what people might call, like, coincidences, I guess. But, you know, whether it's, it's, you know, I'm struggling with something and then I hear this worship song that speaks to the situation or speaks to my fear or lack of motivation or whatever it is to speak to my anxiety. You know, that's one way that God speaks to me. Another way that God speaks to me is through people, right? God provides people in our life, whether you know it or not, but he surrounds us with people who he hopes and intends them for to help you stay on you know the path that he is calling us to and so i would just recommend that if you are also unsure first present it to god as tip was saying whether you're familiar or not just just try it and it doesn't need to be any fancy schmancy prayer it's literally just a conversation with a friend because god's our friend right so just ask god be like hey I don't know what you want me to do, but mm-hmm. let me know somehow, some way, what it is that you have for my life for this year. Just present it to him and then also be patient. Give it time. You don't need to like sit there until he answers you, right? Just but take the time, quiet yourself, quiet your heart. But it, don't be discouraged if you don't hear an answer like right in that moment. Just take time. Talk to someone. Get godly counsel. So yeah. If you have someone in your life that you can get godly advice from, seek it because God put that person in your life. If you don't have someone in your life right now where you feel like you could get trustworthy, like godly advice, pray on it. Ask God to provide someone in your life for you. Or you could also reach out to us. Tiff and I, we'd be glad to just talk to you and just help you navigate what God's plan is for your life because he has a plan for all of us. Mm-hmm. And, the, and you know, the other thing is, and this is usually like taboo or whatever remember we're getting free and true up in this podcast (laughs) but another great source is therapy right so if you are stuck if you are in this funk of a lack of motivation you don't know what to do with your life it's okay to get therapy so if you are a person who has been debating trying out therapy and maybe you've been asking god like what is the vision for me this year what should i do should i get therapy this may be your sign this may exactly be the the sign of god telling you like it's okay he's not gonna judge you the christians around you shouldn't judge you nobody should judge you for getting help and just to share a little bit about myself like this lack of motivation and laziness and my anxiety that i have It's something that I've been struggling with my whole life, honestly. And for the last, I would say, two years, I've been like, okay, I've been meeting people in my life. I've been having friends, Christian friends specifically, who go to therapy. And I'm like, you go to therapy? Because growing up, I was always told, like, it just seemed like therapy was, like, taboo. It just seemed like, and especially, especially as a Christian, like, culturally like as a Hispanic, but then also like religion wise, right? Because it was like, oh, depression, no, just pray more. You know, like God gives us joy. It's like taking medicine, you're gonna rely on medicine. No, you just gotta trust in God more. And those were the messages that like I I received like 
growing up, like, through the church and stuff like that. And it made me really doubt therapy. It made me really push it away. But once I started meeting Christians who were okay with it, I was like, okay, maybe I should give this a shot. And it took me, like, a year or two. (laughs) But, you know, I, I finally started going to therapy. And... I can say, you know, it definitely has helped because I, one, I just have someone to talk to. I have someone to kind of just like point out certain things in my life. And just to be like super honest with you guys, because of my anxiety and my like lack of motivation, like depression, like all that, I was actually prescribed medication. And that was something that like, I was, I was like, I don't know if I was against it like personally, but I was just I just always push away that idea because that's like how I grew up. It was just like, no, you shouldn't rely on that. But let me just tell you that going on medication, it really, really helped me. I was more at peace and it was okay. Like, and I was very hesitant about it, but then I realized that it's okay because like God and science go together, which will be a whole other topic that we talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, But you know, like I, now I'm in the mindset that like God gives vision to people to create these things to create medicine in order to help people and that's okay and if you're hesitant about it this is us telling you it's okay it's okay to get therapy it's okay to be prescribed medication for your anxiety for your depression for whatever it is that's going on whatever it is that usually stops you from doing the thing that God is calling you to do, whether it's doing the laundry or starting a ministry or doing whatever goal it is that you have for this year. Yeah, thank you for sharing. That was that was really, really good. And as we close up, I wanna first of all, thank you for listening. And I hope that some part of all of this resonates with you and encourages you and even motivates you to take that next step of faith. And I wanted to leave you with a verse. It's Joshua 1.9. I absolutely love this verse so much because actually if you go back and you read this chapter, God says it like so many times over and over again. And it really is just to hone in on the fact that he's with you. But it reads, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Amen. So just to add on, you know, we just want to remind you that sometimes in order to step forward in your life, you have to take a step back in order to identify, you know, what's blocking you and ask God to reveal it to you. And once you know what that blockage is, just know that the Bible does talk about all of these things. Financial issues, it talks all about how God is a provider and he is Jehovah Jireh. Laziness. I read that verse that roasted me. There's plenty of verses about fear. There are verses about a lack of vision and how God will give us vision, how God will direct our steps. So as you go on this week, just want to challenge you guys, take time to ask God, reflect, have him reveal it to you. And once you know what that is, search the Bible for it. And once you learn what God says about those things, start praying on it. And just take that step. Just fold the laundry and put it away. (laughs) And just know that sometimes when we take a step of faith, we take this step. But true faith is understanding that it's okay when things don't go our way. And it's important for us to not have this false idea of, okay, because I'm stepping out in faith, 
everything's gonna go as planned because I can assure you that that's not always the case and rarely is it the case because as it says in his word his thoughts are not our thoughts his ways are not our ways and that is in Isaiah and also Proverbs 69 in their hearts humans plan their course but the Lord establishes their steps so yes it's okay to have these goals that we have but sometimes it's gonna look different like we know the end goal but God he's directing our journey there sometimes he'll add additional steps or he'll remove steps that we thought we needed to take sometimes he'll redirect the whole staircase <laughs> because he's like you know what you have that goal but I had something way better for you so just keep that in mind as you go on throughout this week as you reflect on what is stopping you stay free stay true see you next time Thank you.